Welcome to Phase 13. Hello, hello everyone. It's Melody Luna again. I'm here with another podcast episode and I I wanted to do this to get it off my chest in a way. I've been thinking about this for some time now and I just want to get it out. Today's topic is going to be empaths, negativity, kind of like the stigma attached to empaths and that I've seen around the internet. Um, I myself am an empath and what I wanted to talk about is, um, there's a lot of vulnerability as an empath, but we don't see a lot of empowerment as an empath. Every time I've read an article Usually it talks about how compassionate empaths are, and we are, um, how sensitive we are, absolutely, um, how we take on others' emotions, it's the basics, you know, the meaning of it, but it keeps on talking about how sensitive we are, and that can quickly turn into something that looks very weak, um, I also want to talk about what I call black and white articles. This is where they pin one side against another, um, particularly the narcissist empath articles. I got wrapped up into reading those articles, and there's a lot. I mean, um, you don't necessarily have to be in a relationship to see one of those articles at all um you just see the word empath and it pops up that that's not to say that we don't we get there by accident we don't you know we're meant to read that um at that point in time but these articles in particular and i know there's other other articles out there that shows that we are vulnerable we Put ourselves before our um, our own needs to help another person, and it just because it's so black and white, and the narcissist being, I guess you want to call it black, and the empath being white, and just reading the description of empath in those particular articles, and again, not just that article, but other articles, other articles that paint an empath in that light bothers me a little bit it bothers me just a little bit because as an empath I'm reading this and it's basically saying that it's easy for us to get sucked into something negative it's easy for us to be swayed by other people it's easy for us to to be too compassionate And I want to say that by pinning an empath against another in anything, um, I think it's the wrong formula to go about here. In articles, from my personal experience as an empath, that I still find now, when you do that, 
you're automatic, the empath is automatically feeding off the energy of what you're writing. So if we write an empath is too vulnerable, they can't distinguish between a healthy relationship and a toxic relationship. Already we're thinking, yeah, you're right. Already we're, not necessarily, some of us may think that and we're, we're vulnerable to that as an empath, but I'm saying that we pick up the energy of the person writing the article as well. So we have all these articles saying you should not pay attention to the news, da, 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 but we, yet we're paying attention to articles that say empath because we want to improve ourselves, we want to be aware, which is absolutely fine. But I don't like the fact that these articles, even though they are supposed to be helpful and they might be made with good intentions, fail to see the empath as a whole. You're saying all these things about empaths, how you know we're vulnerable, we pick up other people's emotions, we might not be able to distinguish um, good and bad, I'm putting quotes around that, toxic, whatever labels they put there, and yet we're writing an article saying that if we're in a relationship where you think this person is, in this case, a narcissist, we're putting ourselves last, you know, and we need to look at the signs um, of this other person and pay attention. And then what happens is we read the article thinking all these things because we absorb it. And then we go down to the comment section and it's about everybody else's relationship how this person is the way that they are in the description of a narcissist. And it just goes and it rehashes all these emotions from everybody. And so now you've got the empath feeling like they can't decipher between a healthy relationship and a toxic relationship. You've got an, and I'm not saying all empaths reading the articles. I'm just saying this is what might happen to someone who reads the article. I want to make that clear. It's not everyone, of course. I don't ever generalize it. I don't want to. But you're reading the article and then you're reading these comments and so you're badgered with a bunch of insecurity as an empath now because you're like, okay, now I how, how can I not spot this? I must not be in tune enough or I must not, as an empath, I'm, I'm too sensitive. How could, and it's like, and then you read the comments, you're like, wow, this is starting to sound more and more like me. And, and it's not you. It's not you. It's other people's opinions. It's, it's an article. It's an opinion of a person. It's opinion of a relationship. It's an opinion of everyone who's been through a crappy experience in those comments. And we are reading it and we are absorbing it. And we, what we can't do is tell an empath, stay away from news harsh news but then we're saying it's okay to read these articles that talk about toxicity and negativity it, it doesn't make sense in this case even though we're saying that the empath is compassionate we're linking it to a person that's so-called not this way and it, it it's a struggle with me and it, it it bothers me a little bit because now we're thinking we're not good enough to spot this 
and now I'm, I'm left here wondering. And, and again, this particular article or articles, I've seen this as a huge trend and the word thrown around, the narcissist word thrown around a lot. Um, I prefer to use the word toxic person, but now you've got the empath, possible empath. I'm not seeing all empaths again, I'm not saying this. But now there's potential to look at everybody in your life and go down that checklist if they have these traits. Person that lies, a person that makes you want to believe a lie. To me, as an empath, if you really want to know if this person is a narcissist, and I don't even like using that word, I just want to use the word toxic person, whoever you, you feel is toxic, okay? Because half these people writing these articles aren't even psychologists. Half these people talking about it aren't psychologists. And you take on the energy and all of a sudden you read this article and you may think that these are the signs. I'm going to play a little detective and be a little, um, uh, this person, they obviously are knowledgeable, but you don't think, okay, are they a licensed psychologist? Did you go to a therapist? Is there anything? So what I want to stress here is empaths aren't victims. Empaths don't need an article like that. Because if we're an empath and we feel things, we should be able to judge on our own if a person is toxic. And as an empath, you know, people lie for different reasons. People try to make you believe certain things for certain reasons. A person can be nervous. A person doesn't want to be embarrassed. Uh, a, a person might not know how to feel about a certain thing. It's not necessarily malicious. A person's angry in the moment and says something that you know they don't mean or you know they're saying out of anger. And we know this because we're empaths. So instead of using our empathic knowledge that we should be proud of, we're thinking we're weak and we get blindsided into thinking, well, we can't decipher and, and we're naturally attracted to these toxic people because we want to help them. And if you're sitting here listening to this and thinking, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I can decipher that right now. I, I don't trust myself right now because I'm so emotional because I'm in a toxic relationship. Then what you have to do and what I always try to do and I'm continuing to do, and this is why I'm talking about it right now because it's fresh in my mind, is get away for some alone time. Now, obviously, if you're in a violent, abusive relationship that's really, really bad and it's for your safety, then you obviously need to leave right away. But I'm saying if you are unsure of what's going on with you emotionally and what's going on, how you absorb certain things and how you're, you feel that you are overreacting or over emotional to something that you are constantly thinking that this this is happening and I'm feeling as if it kept happening fresh, fresh, fresh. Things keep coming up and you feel like you're being tested. And with each test, you feel like you're failing the test because you're getting over emotional. You need to separate and find who you are. Now, what I'm saying right now is basically 
in this particular article, the empath versus the narcissist, what these articles need to do is take away the narcissist, take away that, and just take away the qualities of the narcissist because usually they show what an empath is, what a narcissist is, and why empaths are attracted to narcissists. And in my opinion, that should be eliminated. It should be how to spot something that is toxic to you or you're uncomfortable with. Don't spend all that energy concentrating on the qualities of a toxic person. It needs to be concentrated on how an empath can, the ways they can feel toxicity. In other words, the signs of an empath, how what they might feel around a toxic person versus concentrating wholly on the toxic person. This is what we need to move away from because then we'll start absorbing that toxicity qualities of either being feeling those qualities ourselves or 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 blowing it way out of um um i don't want to say proportion but exacerbating it to the point where we feel we can't get a control on who we're with and who we think that narcissistic quotes person may be because we're so sensitive to that. It's it's it'll it'll jumble us so much that we start thinking about maybe they are, maybe they are, maybe maybe this person's bad for me and but I feel guilty, I should know better. No. What we need to concentrate on is not being swallowed up by who or who isn't a narcissist. We need to concentrate on how we are empaths. We are empowered. We can decipher what's good and what's bad for us. And just because a person may have these qualities doesn't mean that's who they are. We're so obsessed with that toxic or narcissistic checklist of what they have. Will they lie? Will they try to cover it up? Will they do this? Will they do that? And what you need to focus on as an empath is how it makes you feel. Needing to slow down and go back to your empathic roots. Yes, they lied, but what was the reason for the lie? Now, it could be a narcissistic person. It could be a toxic person. But I want to know, what do you feel? Do you feel that they are or do you feel that they're not? Don't go around some checklist on the internet that you found that the energy that you can absorb by reading it take a break from that article don't read those and go back to you are and if you're sitting here going melody i'm too emotionally um, on edge right now i i don't know what's up or down then you need to take time and meditate ground yourself and figure out who you are before you start making assumptions or trying to absorb somebody else's energy you need to go back meditate ground find who you are find what you believe is to be toxic in your true self so if somebody lies to you and then you feel incredibly guilty and scared then you know that you're picking up the other person and then maybe you can slow down and be the compassionate light worker you are and go is that really how you feel or are you just scared Now, they could continue to lie to you because they feel like they still can't open up to you or they feel like they can open up to you 
and you have confirmation of that. Aha, that's what I was feeling. Now, I, again, I'm not saying that this toxic person is not a toxic person or is a toxic person. I'm telling you, you have to know for sure using your abilities as an empath. This is what we are as an empath and you need to power yourself as an empath. So if an article is telling you this and you're not telling yourself this, you need to step back and reassess everything. Don't read the comments. Don't read the articles. And if you step back and you no longer react in a highly emotional way because you're so grounded, then you'll know. You will know if this person is toxic, if you can tolerate this. Now, I'm not saying push back your boundaries and say, well, I'm letting get in the way with this and letting get, get away with that. Or that's what I feel I'm getting away with. I'm going to put quotes around that. I am saying that it is up to you to assess your relationship, not an article, not another person. You can assess whether you need to go to the therapist, whether you need to assess yourself, whether this person is really bad. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that everyone out there should be with a toxic person. I'm saying you need to decide this, okay? You need to decide this for yourself and this is how you empower yourself. Slowly but surely. My suggestions are meditating like I said going for walks, concentrating, concentrate on that root chakra. Always, always concentrate on the root chakra. Now I'm going to use this analogy, which I use a lot. If you feel that you're in the middle of a toxic relationship or they did something and it sets your senses off of, oh my God, this is toxic. That's what I read on an article. This is toxic. Breathe. Remember your meditation, visualize your root chakra, and this is what I call being in the eye of the storm, okay? So everything, there's a tornado, and everything is getting jumbled around, and you don't know what's up and down. Be in the eye of the tornado. The eye is silent. Everything around you is crazy, but in the middle of that eye, it is silent, and nothing's happening. That's where you need to be because then you can breathe and let your sensors as an empath go up and feel where this person's coming from. Doesn't mean they're right. It just means you didn't let your emotions take over and you're feeling. Instead of reacting or judging right away you're feeling with your abilities and then you can assess or journal or or feel what this person is this is not 
me saying you need to have compassion for a person who's being mean towards you or rude or toxic towards you. This is me saying, use your abilities to assess where this person's coming from. That doesn't necessarily mean compassion. Be compassionate towards the person who's being mean, like I said. This is you deciding where's this person coming from. Is it true toxicity? Is it happening over and over? And see where it goes when you are in the eye of that storm. Is the person shocked you're in the eye of the storm and you're you're still and you're not over emotional? Because maybe they're shocked because usually you get really emotional and then it escalates the argument, right? I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying watch the pattern change. And in the changing patterns that you make, you may be looking at things from a whole different perspective. To each his own. Don't read black and white articles like that because it will sway you into thinking that every relationship is bad. Every person who has lied to you in your life is bad. That I need to immediately write them off. And I'm not saying be compassionate to everybody who's toxic to you. Again, I want to reiterate that. This is where you find your boundaries. What do you find toxic? Where's your boundaries? Again, where are they? This person lied to me. I don't like that. This person is insulting me. Are they doing it because they really feel that way or are they doing it because they feel attacked? If they really feel that way, then you need to assess it as, okay, they're a toxic person. I don't like that they're coming from a place and that's that's how they really feel because you're an empath. You can tell this is if this is what they really feel if they're saying it out of anger. And if you can't assess that, again, go back and keep reminding yourself who you are, meditate, Work on the root chakra of who you are. Don't judge in that second. If you are unsure, then go back and get sure with your body and your abilities. It's okay to be unsure. Okay? Don't jump to everything. Um, at least that's what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't. And I, ha- I still catch myself doing that sometimes. And I have to realize I have to stop. It's not a 24-7, I have to do something all the time. So really assess what that person's intentions are and then assess what your personal boundaries are. Some people might think that certain things aren't even a bother. They're like, oh, that's no big deal. That's not a deal breaker for me. And you might feel, yeah, that is a deal breaker for me because I see where they're coming from and I don't like the energy they're giving me. And that's that's the place that they're coming from. And now I know that's where my boundary is. That's where I will not let them cross. You know what I mean? That's that's where you set your boundaries. Not because somebody said, if this person is doing this, they're automatically in, in the black zone. Because now as an empath, we won't have a gray area. If you keep if you keep thinking like that article, and, and there are some articles. It's like when you go on a WebMD and you say I have a headache and you type in headache and then it says you may have a disease and then you start looking at the, the characteristics of the disease and go, yeah, I am really thirsty. 
oh yeah I do get back pain sometimes and then you thinking you have this uh, like flesh-eating virus or something and then you don't because you start thinking as an empath and not everybody who does this is an empath but maybe I do have that maybe I do have these symptoms and you start absorbing that but how does your body feel in terms of your empathic abilities do you feel like something's genuinely wrong with your body or are you feeling fear I mean do you genuinely think you have a flesh-eating disease stop assess my skin is very itchy and dry yes but are you living in a climate where it's dry did you just take a shower and you have hard water do you just need lotion this is where you pause and you use your internal intuition and what you pick up you are not a victim you are empowered by knowing more than some other people may ever know and that's what you need to concentrate on is empowering yourself and trusting yourself you don't need a list to tell you who's toxic it's great to have advice if you don't get sucked into it if you know where you draw your boundaries with that article with that person online giving advice this person is trying to help you and that's what you feel you feel that compassion but that doesn't mean that's who you are that doesn't mean that you need to absorb the whole article you if you are solid in who you are listen to the tips and just keep them in the back of your mind but go with your gut go with your intuition and again if you don't know what that is you got to get back to your roots you got to meditate you got to spend time by yourself you got to know what you like and what you don't like and what your body feels in one way and way it doesn't because your body will know you get pains in your stomach you feel woozy you feel confused and you don't feel that way but with an article which sometimes happens to me you slowly start thinking maybe yeah maybe this maybe you're right it's the person writing the article it's the person who's had their own experience it's the person in the comments who think they've had that experience or have had that experience generally it's had it and there's nothing wrong with expressing your feelings in the comment section that's not what i'm getting at what i'm getting at is that you need to know you not them you can say those are awesome tips i'll keep them in the back of my mind when that little red flag of that person who gave me that tip comes up I'll use my intuition to assess it but I'm not going to absorb myself and think immediately when that happens that's bad and that person knows what they're talking about you have to decide it to each his own use your strength use what you know to be true the articles are there to maybe give you an idea but they're not the whole idea because now you're thinking if I can't judge a relationship I must not be able to to have the confidence enough to trust myself and my judgment and that's not empowering yourself as an empath that's thinking my, my empath skills aren't good enough I'm not fine-tuned enough then you shouldn't be reading that article you should be going back assessing yourself till you're strong 
till you know you are strong. You know you're strong. You know you have a leg up than a lot of other people do. You are an empath. But yet you think you need an article to tell you what to feel. That's not true. Then when you know you've gotten your empowerment back, your feelings back, who you are back, go back and read the article and know where your boundaries are in that article and read it. You will have a totally different perspective. You will read it and go, thanks. I trust my body, but thanks. I'll keep that, that, that tip in the back of my mind, but I'm not going to let it bother me. So when it comes up, I'll think about the article, but I'll let myself tell me what's right and wrong. So when that flag goes up from that article, it happens. And then I'll stop and go, how does my body feel? And then your boundaries kick in. Okay, this person's feeling like this. I'm, I don't agree with that. I'm getting away from the situation. I'm getting away from this person. I took a breath and I feel it. Or it goes up and you go, I took a breath. I don't feel maliciousness. I don't feel being taken advantage of in that kind of way. I feel like this person has their issues of their own right now. And I just need to back away from that right now. Um, but like I said, your own boundaries can assess that. And as empath, we do want to be compassionate and be like, well, they did this or... Or, or um, I need to be compassionate to everyone now because that's no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is if you feel that you constantly, as you've breath, as you've worked on your root chakra, you still don't like where this person is coming from. It still makes you uncomfortable. Then that's when you need to reassess the relationship and how much interaction you have with that person, if at all then you can decide to cut the cords. But don't let anybody else tell you that this is what it is. They are not in your relationship. They don't have your body sensors, your empathic sensors. The person writing the article may be an empath and have that experience, but you need to start empowering yourself so you can make those choices and not an article. Again, I'm not here to bash those articles completely because they do offer some great tips sometimes. But I'm saying not everything everybody tells you is the truth. Find your truth. Find what is comfortable for you in your relationship. Don't let anybody else tell you and disempower you because you as an empath already know. It's in there. And if you have a slight feeling that you are an empath, you probably are. So empower yourself to make judgments for yourself. And then you may come out of that and think, maybe I was wrong. That's disempowering yourself again. Maybe you were off that day. But remember to take that breath so it doesn't escalate to where you feel out of balance with every emotion around you. Be in the eye of that storm. It's silent. It's calm. So you can look at all the destruction around you and assess it in that way. Instead of panicking. And I hope that helps. Um, because I'm a person who doesn't like to generalize everything. 
So when I see those, some of those articles um, that say we're compassionate, but sometimes we always like to see the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that's true. But as an empath, if you feel that they're not good, then they're not good. Bottom line. If you know your emotions can't handle, um, and you've, again, you've done your meditation, you've grounded, you've got the root chakra going, and if, if you still feel like you can't handle it, then you know you can't handle it. Or if you still you don't like what you're hearing or feeling or seeing, then you know that's not right. Okay? Um, that was weighing on my mind a lot. Because everybody jumps on the bandwagon and says this and this and that. But we're not assessing how we're feeling. Why, why we're feeling the way we're feeling. And how we need to stop and work on ourselves and stop concentrating on the other person so much. So that we lose ourselves, and we don't even know who we are anymore. And then when you find yourself, then assess it with a level head. If that makes sense. Don't assess it because you had one fight. Don't assess it because you just came across this article and all of a sudden you feel like, you know, it's like a, it's like an emotional hypochondriac. You think you have everything and you don't. It's everybody else that has it. But I'm saying if you still have that feeling when you've done all this, then that's what you need to pay attention to. And that's where you need to draw up your borders. And that's where you need to feel empowered and saying, nope, I'm not letting this happen to me anymore. I've assessed it. I genuinely assessed it. And I don't like this. Or I've genuinely assessed it. And it's different than I thought this time. I did need to take a step back. I didn't need to find who I was. And improve myself. So... This is running a little long, but I had a lot to say, and I know it's a lot of repeating going on, but I just like reiterating certain things, and I'm very passionate about certain subjects, and so I'm glad I got this all out, and I'm glad I can that you can join me today on another podcast, and I'm going to try my hardest to keep going with this because I really enjoy it. So I will see you next time. Bye.